are you and what are you doing here? Hi, everybody. Hello, what are we waiting for? This is fantastic. Hello, hello, hello. This will only hurt for 22 minutes. Hey, my name is Michael. I'm your host. This is what is to be known as FBTV Radio. Cool, huh? Yeah, we get the videos, we get the website, now we get the podcast, and now we have radio. All right, you're going. Hey, okay, hey, Mike, hey, what, hey, I, I don't get it. What's what's the deal with the radio? What do you mean, man? What do you mean? What's going on with radio? All right, I tell you. Okay, the podcast. If you've been keeping up with everything we've been doing, you know that we do the podcast eh, pretty much once a week. We post a new video once a week, you know, on our YouTube channel. Now, the podcast. Yeah, if you go to our YouTube channel, you're going to find the podcast there. But uh, actually, you you can find the podcast app on your favorite podcasting app, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn. Matter of fact, uh, rumor has it we're soon to be on iHeartRadio. Ooh, big time. Talk about them in a minute. Bevan already screwed that up. I used to work for Cumulus. iHeart, well, originally they were known as Clear Channel, and somehow they decided iHeart be the way to go, which is okay. Hey, you know, whatever. But anyway, that that's a story for another day, kiddies. That's a story for another day. <laughs> We're talking about the radio. Okay, the FBTV radio, and I can already see this is, I'm going to have to get used to saying this, and you would think I've, I'm, I'm already used to saying it because I've been saying it so much uh, during the uh, videos, during the during the podcast, but here lately, every time I go to say FBTV radio, the V just doesn't want to come out. And I guess that's because I'm in that radio mode and TV and radio just kind of doesn't go together, you know? All right. So what you are hearing, well, okay, back to the radio. Hey, what we're doing is we are working on producing a daily FBTV radio show. Now, how is that different from the podcast? Well, the podcast, we're pretty much staying on topic. It's, you know, it it is what it is. It's a podcast. But the radio show, that gives you the opportunity to participate. It gives you the opportunity to listen live. Yeah, live. Now, this isn't live, but we're working up to that point. And this is why we are doing the practice episodes. And that's what this is. It's a practice episode. Yes, we. our plan is to publish, to publish, get it out there. The uh, The only thing is, it's just not going to be 100% live. Not yet. Now, when we do go 100% live, yeah, we'll tell you. Matter of fact, you'll be able to go to our website. 
and listen live, and you'll be able to participate, which is the, uh, yeah, the next thing we got to do is, uh, now we got to, you know, work with our social media stuff so you can communicate. Right now, it looks like Twitter. Looks like Twitter is going to be the way to go. I don't believe, at least not yet, if we're going to do any YouTube live for the radio show. We might, but uh, we'll just have to play that by ear because it, uh, well, we'll just have to wait and see. I'd like to. I would really like to. But that takes a lot more work. You know, a live radio show and a live video podcast or radio show, yeah, you know, that we're broadcasting video from, two different animals. Two different animals. Yeah, let me put it this way. If if we're doing this like I think we're going to be doing it early, early, early in the morning, well... I don't want to have to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, take a shower just so I can be on YouTube video. Any morning guy, ask any morning guy, pretty much any morning guy, anywhere in the country. A lot of them jump out of bed, go to work in their sweats and t-shirt, do their morning show, then they go home and clean up for the day. <laughs> you know, that's at least that's the way it was in my day. I can't tell you how many times you, when I was at programming radio stations, you walk in the morning... You know, walk in the station early in the morning about, ah, you know, 6.30, 7, 8 o'clock or whatever, and there's the morning guy in the studio, sweatpants or pajama bottoms or whatever you want to call it, T-shirt, bad hair day hat, and yes, I have mine on right now, <laughs> you know, doing the radio show. But that's that's just the way it is. Now, what are we going to talk about? What is the radio show going to be all about? Well, I'm glad you asked. really am. Well, the radio show, it's going to be about everything. Yeah, we're going to be talking about freight brokering. We're going to be talking about transportation. We're going to be talking about trucking and stuff like that. But it's, it's going to be more, a lot more. Who is our target audience? You. You. If you're listening, you're our target audience. The target audience, I should say. You know, we're going to try to be entertaining as much as we can be. And the show's going to grow over time. That, that's the thing. It's going to grow. Now, what do I mean by grow? Well, uh, exactly what it sounds like. As we do this over and over and over, more things are going to be added to the show, more features, probably more people, you know, things of that nature. So hopefully, hopefully we make it entertaining for you. And hopefully you'll listen because, yeah, it's for you, bottom line. Coffee mugs, everything that we talk about on the podcast, everything that we talk about on the YouTube videos, well, we're kind of going to be talking about it here, too, for the simple reason it's the same company. <laughs> FreightBrokerTV.com, that's the official website for FBTV. And we will probably start the radio page with this broadcast. Matter of fact, if you go to our YouTube channel, you see we got the essential training videos, we got the supplemental training videos, we got the Q and A videos, we have the podcast videos, and we're going to continue to do those. And now there's going to be a section or a category for FBTV radio. And that's where we're going to put all these and. 
and generally speaking, they're they're going to be like the uh, podcast. They're just going to have a picture up there and, uh, you know, go from there with it. It's just going to be longer, I imagine. I, I imagine, I imagine that the radio show is going to be a couple hours, maybe. This one might not be, but it, you know, we'll, we'll find our we'll find our footing and we'll get there. Bottom line. Okay. Now, if you want to write, want to take part. You know, be part of the show. You're more than welcome to. Well, first of all, you can email us, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. And, hey, if you want to put some audio in there, you got audio you want to add, you know, you got a question, whatever, yeah, attach it, send it. Okay? But if you attach a virus or anything like that, we will track you down. Trust me, we will. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, or you can tweet, you know, follow us on Twitter, at Freight TV. That's our Twitter, whatever you want to call it. I always call it Handle, just because I come out of a truck and CB radios and stuff and talked about that the other day, didn't I? Yeah, Lefty. Lefty, Tim Four, Lefty. Hey, Lefty, you got your ears on there, Lefty. You know, my original handle, back, well, going back to the 70s. Now, I know if you're, if you're, if you're under 40 years old, this probably, you know, you're, you're going to think, holy cow, this guy's a dinosaur. Yeah, for the most part, but believe me, you'll be here tomorrow. You'll be my age tomorrow. Trust me. I know this stuff because I wake up every morning expecting to see a 35-year-old guy in the mirror, and I see me, <laughs> which is another good reason for me staying on radio. <laughs> okay. But anyway, uh, back in the day, back in the 70s, CB radio, man, that was the thing of the day. Everybody had one. You had base stations. You had them in your cars. You you got on there, you know, people didn't use telephones. We used the CB radio. But my handle back in the day was Jelly Bean. Jelly Bean. Originally, it was Jelly Bean Kid. Hey, Tim Forrest, Jelly Bean Kid here. <laughs> I didn't care too much for the kid. Jelly Bean kind of stuck. But when I got in a truck, when I got in a big truck, I decided to change it to Lefty. And as you can imagine, you've heard me talk about it before, I'm left-handed. So, yeah, that just made sense, you know? Just made sense. All right. Uh, but, yeah, you can contact us through uh, Twitter at, at Freight TV. That's the uh, handle. I'm going to have to check on that stuff. I think that's what it's called. If somebody knows, send me an email. You know, you can help me out here. Send me an email at, uh, you send us an email, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. And you can leave comments on our website. There's a contact page there. You can use that as well. I was starting to tell you about our coffee mugs, and then I rudely interrupted myself by telling you, hey, the same stuff we're talking about on YouTube channel, the podcast, the videos, we're going to be talking about that stuff here. So let me bend your ear for a moment. we got to pay. we got to, you know, this stuff costs money. The equipment, the time, the staff, you know, everything goes into this. this it, it, costs, it costs money. So we got to sell stuff, and, and we would really appreciate it if you would buy stuff that we have to sell. 
We're going to have a lot more stuff coming up after the first of the year. Matter of fact, right now we are working on t-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, that kind of thing. And uh, if you're really serious about having a transportation career, yeah, man, we got stuff that's going to really interest you after the first of the year. Can't say exactly when, because the first of the year is two weeks away, for the most part. But uh, we'll get there. But coffee mugs, yeah, you can pick up your coffee mug now. Get your coffee mug now. And up until, you know, a couple of days ago, I know it said, you know, when you go to click place your order, it was still saying, hey, it'll be there by Christmas. And uh, I don't know if it's doing that now or not. If you want to check it out, go ahead. But, uh, yeah, we got a couple of different coffee mugs there you can buy. 11-ounce mug, really, they're, they're cool, man. You know, I've got the uh, black one. We got we got a black and we got a white. White version of the coffee mug and a black version of the coffee mug. If you will direct your eyes to the right speaker. How many of you looked? Okay. Now, we can't put a picture of the uh, coffee mug in your speaker. Just like we, we're radio, man. We don't do closed captioning. <laughs> it always always makes me... Kind of wonder how many people actually stuck their ear next to the radio because you know somebody did. And you know somebody looked at the speaker. You know it happened. If it was you, hey, laugh and let's move forward. 11-ounce mug, your choice, black or white. They have uh, the logos on both sides. we got the Freight Broker TV logo. It says Freight Broker TV on one side. And on the other side, it's just the little, I don't know what they call it, the little uh, graphic. It's at the bottom of the... Uh, YouTube video screen, FBTV. I always get around and say, uh, yeah, it's a coffee mug, no matter what hand you use, left or right-handed. Immaterial, left or right, doesn't matter. All right. But you can get those on our website. 11-ounce mug, high quality. It'll come right to your door. And like I said a moment ago, I unless they've changed it, if you get your order in, you know, within the next day or two, yes, you will have it before Christmas. So you can be sitting there Christmas Eve with your favorite beverage, be it eggnog, coffee, tea, or whatever other favorite beverage you may have, and be sipping out of it while watching the family do the family thing. On Christmas Eve or Christmas morning. Oh, ho, ho. All right. Got a lot of stuff we're going to be talking about this morning. At least that's the plan. Coming up, we are going to be talking about uh, the China trade deal. We are going to be talking about eh, the elephant in the room. All week, the elephant in the room. This is the third time, third uh, time I've had, I've talked about this this week, Celadon. Porch Pirates, it's that time of the year, Porch Pirates. New cereals coming out on the market. we got all kinds of stuff to talk about, so uh, you know you don't want to miss out on that. This is FBTB Radio. If you have just, well, if you've, I was going to say if you've just tuned in, yeah, that works if it's a live broadcast, but this isn't a live broadcast. So if you just tuned in, well, you're... You're hearing this from the uh, very beginning of the broadcast, right? (laughs) All right. 
Okay, that's coming up. This is FBTV Radio. My name is Michael. We'll be back in just a moment. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. When I woke up, I couldn't speak or walk. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 182 over 100, and I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest, and then a stroke. Everything changed. It felt like my life was over. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from invisible or silent. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. If I would have followed a treatment plan, I would not be in this situation. 180 over 110, and I had a stroke. And I'm 33, so I never see this coming. If you've come off your treatment plan, get back on it. Or talk with your doctor to create an exercise, diet, and medication plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Head to toe, everything's changed. Head to toe. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. How you doing? This is my host of the FBTV podcast radio show and the mug you see on the FBT YouTube videos. In addition to all of that, I'm the lead consultant for Tautoa. Tautoa is a transportation and logistics training and consulting firm that helps those seeking a career in transportation and logistics. Tautoa has been in business helping people just like you for over 20 years and specializes in freight broker and freight broker agent training and consulting. Tautoa offers a selection of training and consulting packages that include live training, guaranteed placement, mentoring, and a 3-12 to month consulting period depending on the package chosen. If you've been thinking about a career as a freight broker or freight broker agent, take a few minutes and check out the benefits for choosing Tautoa. You can find Tautoa at Tautoa.com. That's T-A-L-T-O-A.com. Or feel free to call 479-668-0838. That's 479-668-0838. You're listening to FBTV Radio. too bad that worked out all right yeah yeah that's the other difference with the uh, tv radio gonna be spots gonna be advertising hey we gotta pay for this stuff yeah i mean i'm the uh yes i am the lead consultant at Tautoa, and yes uh they obviously are a sponsor so we appreciate it. If you're thinking about becoming a freight broker, freight broker agent, check in at uh, Tautoa, T-A-L-T-O-A dot com. All right. We are continuing. This is uh, segment two of the FBT Verde. <laughs> there we go. You know, I just talked about this a moment ago. I am not. I'm just having a hard time getting that FBTV, the V, out. It'll come in time, but I'm just having having issues with it right now okay elephant in the room all week long has been celadon celadon i think uh a little over a week ago rumors started really buzzing around things were not good on the home front at celadon up there in uh, indy you know danmar i used to uh 
have trucks that was leased onto Denmark, if you remember them from a hundred years ago. They had a terminal up in Den- up in uh, Indy, next to the uh, Flying J up there, around the loop. This is a story you never want to, ha- to happen to you, and it happens more time than you think. I was uh, had a small fleet of trucks, had them out on the road, and I get a call one day. On the other line is a uh, state trooper out of Kentucky. Mr. Mike, this is trooper so-and-so, so-and-so with the Kentucky State Police. We work in Way Station on I, whatever it was, 65, whatever it might be. I don't know what it is up there. One of my drivers went across the scale. He got called in for an inspection. Took his logbook and paperwork into the... Uh, into the uh, chicken coop. Trooper asked, you know, hey, uh, care if I go outside and look in, you know, look around your truck? Well, he couldn't say no. I mean, that's by law. Uh, if you got a CDL, yeah, there is no search warrant. You know, you give up that right. If you don't, if you don't believe me, read the green book. If you don't know what the green book is, that is the rules and regs. They used to give that out to. Every new driver that uh, got hired on at a trucking company, but I don't know what they do anymore. It's been too long, and that's fine with me. Not, Hey, I like trucking, love trucking. I mean, for crying out loud, we're doing FBTV, freight broker TV, radio broadcast here. You know, my whole life's around transportation, commercial transportation, trucking. Yeah, I kind of like trucking. I don't like what it's turned into. I don't like the way it's going right now, but, you know, it's a... We'll talk about that another day. But the point is, I get a call, and uh, the, the trooper went out there. And what did he find in the ashtray of my driver? Yeah. Miracle. Miracle weed. <laughs> roach. A roach sitting right there in the ashtray. What a numbnut. So he got taken to jail. The trooper was calling me to tell me that uh, my driver was taken off the truck, placed in custody, and they were pretty nice about it. They did not confiscate my truck. And I'm thinking they probably could have because of this dumb nut. But anyway, so I had to drop everything I was doing. I think this was on a Sunday afternoon. I got a hold of Danmar. Let them know what was going on, because the uh, load that my knucklehead driver that was sitting in jail now was uh, hauling, it needed to be repowered. I needed to get up there and get to my truck before it disappeared, went someplace I, I never find it. So Danmar, they were pretty good about it. You know, they, uh, they sent a team down from uh, Indy, the Indianapolis Terminal. They picked up the trailer, moved my truck to a truck stop. I think it was a Speedway truck stop. Just a uh, couple exits up the road from the way station. So I started making plans to uh, fly up to Indy. That's as close as I can get. Again, Danmar stepped in. They were going to help me out. Somebody from Indy was going to drive me down to my truck. So while I'm setting all this up, I get a phone call. From the driver, he's sitting in jail, <laughs> calling me. 
Hey, Mike, I guess you heard what's going on. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I have. Hey, listen, could you give me a comm check for the money you owe me? The money I owe you. The money I owe you. How about the money you owe me? How about the money you owe me? I gotta, I, I've got a load of money going to get paid for. I've got a driver now that has basically abandoned my truck. I've got to f- fly up to Indianapolis, get a ride down to my truck. I'm going to have to stay on my truck till I can get it back home and get another driver on it. And I owe you? Hey, if if you've ever been a trucking company, or as far as that goes, owner of a truck where you put drivers on the trucks, I'm sure you're probably sitting back, yeah, yeah, I, that sounds just like. <laughs> I'm sure you can relate. But we can compare trucker stories another day. But, but uh, yeah, that's Denmark and uh, Indy. Denmark, they went out of business, too, many, many years ago. But I think it was Denmark, wasn't it? Dan something, but anyway, too long ago. Celadon, they're up there in Denmark. Now, they've been the elephant in the room like we've been talking about all week. Closed their doors, went bankrupt. And it didn't take long for the uh, good humor police or whatever you want to call it to come out and drove. So oh, those poor drivers. Oh my gosh, those poor drivers. Yeah, you know, nobody likes it. Yeah, it's a hassle. Okay, I, uh, it's a total hassle. I get it. Right here at Christmas time. Don't know if you're going to get paid, but uh, the way I've been reading the bankruptcy courts, whoever's in charge of that stuff has released money for them to be able to pay their staff. So that's going to be okay. Uh, You know, there's unemployment in their future for a lot of them. Maybe not as much money as they were making, but it's not going to be like... They don't have anything coming in. If they're a driver, I I promise you right now, if they're a driver, I don't care where that truck is. I don't care where the company told them, shut down, get out of the truck, leave it parked right there. I I don't care. And to be honest, I think think they're, you know, Celadon or the bankruptcy people honestly trying to get those trucks home. Because, man... How many trucks they have? 1,500, something like that? I don't know. A lot of them. The last thing you want is to have hundreds of trucks scattered across the country that you got to go round up. You think rounding up cattle's hard. Man, trying to find all those trucks, trying to get in. And, you know, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Some of those drivers did not just park the truck, get their stuff again out. They cleaned that truck out. Anything they could take off that truck, they did. I promise you. I hope not, but it would not surprise me if company-owned load locks were missing, AMFM radios were missing. Oh, that's a story for another day. I can tell you about drivers I've had that <laughs> good drivers, they pick up the load, deliver the load on time. 
But by golly, every time that truck hit the yard, somebody had to go out there and inventory it to see what that driver sewed off of the truck so we could bill him back for it and replace it, try to tell him, you know, you sold it for maybe 20 bucks to replace it's going to cost 150 it was it really worth it you know but anyway just wait I, don't ask me you know you've when you start dealing with that human element in trucking that's where things start getting a little wacky but the uh the drivers i know a lot of people have been worried about the drivers and things like that with celadon but honestly i think the drivers in a bad situation, they they are going to have it the best. And the reason I say that is because, well, I know what I was driving. I could have picked up the phone. I could have been in another truck tomorrow. And with this happening, I am really guessing that, uh, you know, a quick check of uh, the driver's background after the phone call, they may be sitting up at a truck stop and, I don't know, to come carry New Mexico, I don't know, anywhere in the country. And that trucking company, if they wanted to hire that driver, they would dispatch a truck or tell a driver that was already in their employ to, hey, stop by the truck stop there in Santa Rosa or whatever, pick up the driver, bring him back to the yard. They're going to have a truck pretty quick. They're going to be back. They're, they're going to have a job pretty quick. That, that's what I'm getting at. It's, it's not one of these things that uh, will linger for any amount of time. They're going to be out there working pretty quick. The office people, I don't know. The administrative staff, I don't know. That might be a whole different story for them. But it's a great opportunity for them, too. And the reason it's a great opportunity, because, well, you know, if they've been in trucking, they got the experience. And if you've been a dispatcher or load coordinator or even a salesperson or anything like that, You've been, in, been been around the customers, you've been around the drivers, you've got that experience. That is a great opportunity for you to move forward into another direction in your career if you want to stay in transportation because with the knowledge, the info, you could become a freight broker overnight and probably be making money pretty quick. Now, I always recommend start out as a freight broker agent. And the reason I recommend that is pretty simple. It allows you to get in there, build your customer base, learn the business, gain the knowledge, gain the experience on somebody else's dime. If you go out here, try to start your own freight brokerage from scratch. Well, good luck. You got to pay for everything. You've got the overhead. You've got to pay the trucks. I mean, it, you've got everything, and you've got to build the business from scratch. And at the same time, have all this over here on your shoulders with the overhead and things like that. It's just a hard, hard way to do it. Start out as an agent, build your business, get the experience, gain the knowledge. Then when you build the business to where you know it would sustain you if you went out on your own, as your own freight brokerage company, that's when to do it. See what I mean? See what I mean? Now, Celadon. Back to Celadon here for a moment. Now, we, we keep on talking about Celadon trucking. And yeah, that's true. So the trucking division did go out, obviously. that That's where pretty much all this stems from. 
But Celadon Group, Inc. is what's actually in Chapter 11. And they ceased operations on December 8th, and they've listed approximately... <laughs> I mean, when you get up to these numbers, hey, who cares? $391 million in debt. $391 million in debt. Three hundred and ninety-one million dollars in debt. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, Let, let's hear that again. <laughs> that's me falling on the floor, man. I thought my debt. I, I thought my debts. Uh, I mean, yeah, I know we're talking about a huge, huge company here, but. Uh, holy smoke. You know, with my measly debt compared to this, it's sometimes I have trouble going to sleep at night. You, you know? <laughs> Three, if, I, if I had to go to sleep and I lay my head on that pillow knowing that my company was $391 million in debt. Ugh. Holy smoke. Anyway. But they have four hundred and twenty-seven million in assets, so you know the, the, I don't get it. But they do. The big thing was uh, the securities fraud thing, the forty-two million dollar fine that the government, you know, slapped on them. And you know, I think I, uh, we talked about this the other day. Uh, actually, news is coming out that if they would have been given more time, if they would have had more time. Celadon probably would have been able to overcome this situation. They could have stayed open. But when you're dealing with the United States government, the IRS, and obviously the SEC, <laughs> you owe them, you better pay them right now. There is no, hey, I'll pay you 100 bucks a month for life kind of thing going on there. So anyway, I, I noticed uh, I, I thought that uh, their, their total fine or whatever it was was 42 million but going down through here I'm looking what I'm looking at is the top 10 unsecured creditors of Celadon and what was owed those companies and obviously Department of Justice right at the top of the list 33 million bucks 33 million. Now, in order, we got PL, or not PL, PS Logistics. They're in Alabama. $4.7 million. Comdata, they're in Tennessee. Comdata, they are the uh, financial company, transportation companies used to, you know, pay for fuel, pay, pay their, you know, events drivers money and things like that com data com data they are owed 2.8 million pilot pilot truck stops travel centers as they're called they also have the flying jays they are owed 2.5 million probably most of that is going to be fuel trans enterprise leasing 2 million the simon law firm 1.5 million showing here litigation claim. Well, that could be for anything. Grant 
Thornton, I don't know who that is or what it is, but they owe Grant $1.4 million. One down here that's not named, they owe them $1.3 million. Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company, $1.3 million. That tells me if you walk up to a Celadon truck anywhere, it better have Goodyear Tires on it. <laughs> and then there's some company, I can't even pronounce it, but it's down in uh, Mexico. Commercial is there, Dora. When I first saw it, I thought, eh, Piazza Dora got a transportation company. You remember that? Piazza Dora from, holy smoke, way back when? But that that's how this is called, Commercial Zadora. I, I don't know how that, but anyway, they owe them 1.2. 1.2 million. Piazza Dora, if you don't have a clue who she was, is whatever. Back in the day, she had a boyfriend or husband or something that, uh, Thought he could buy her way to fame. And that's pretty much what she became famous for, was him trying to pay her way to fame, make her famous through his own efforts. And, uh, you know, actually, (laughs) you know, kind of, uh, kind of these YouTube stars or whatever, you know, you want to call them today, probably she was the first one if you want to get right down to it. <laughs> you know, having no talents, but got famous anyway. Paris Hilton was uh, accused of that. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows, right? But, uh, you know, the Celadon thing, it is just really trippy. I've never been through a company that closed like this. I went through bankruptcy. I, don't, I have no idea what it'd be like. But I do know this as a driver. As a driver, I I can rebound pretty quick. You know, I can be, you know, I could, I could be on this truck today and on another truck tomorrow. Maybe not driving just yet, but I could, I could, uh, shoot, I've been out of the industry for several years. Well, I still have my CDL. But I hadn't driven many years, and then the recession hit in 2008, 2009. I thought, well, maybe I ought to go back out on the truck a little bit. And even though I had driven in, I don't know, umpteen years, I was able to get a job real quick. A lot of good it did, you know, recession. You know, you do a lot of sitting in a truck when there's a recession. (laughs) Kind of. Kind of nuts, but uh, wasn't making any money doing that at all. You know, I thought it'd help, but no, not at the time. The recession, hey, there's no manufacturing, there's no shipping, there's no shipping. (laughs) Hey, you may be a truck driver, but you, you aren't doing a lot of driving. You're listening to the Freight Broker TV radio show, FBTV radio. My name is Michael. I'm your host. This is new, new, we are, uh, well, this is a test episode, kind of said this at the top, but it's it's a test episode, we are putting this together, right now we're just doing practice runs, yeah, you're going to be able to hear it, obviously, because you're listening to it right now, but we're going through here doing practice runs, making sure everything's copacetic, (laughs) everything's working right. And 
so far, everything seems to be doing pretty good. Yeah, I can't really complain. We did have some trouble uh, when we were trying to do a test yesterday with the uh, audio, but uh, don't seem to be having that problem this morning. So, we'll see. Hey, coming up, coming up on F3TV, F... Oh, boy. Coming up on FBTV Radio. There, I did it. That's how I need to do it every time. FBTV Radio. FBTV Radio. Coming up. (laughs) Yeah, there's a mom in Colorado. Had her fill with these sports pirates. She's getting even. New cereals coming out. What else? Toes going up. Yeah, well, what else is new? Everything's going up. It happens every year. This is Frank Broker Training. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick, and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing. But not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country, but it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. How you doing? This is Mike, host of the FBTV podcast radio show and the mug you see on the FBT YouTube videos. In addition to all of that, I'm the lead consultant for Tautoa. Tautoa is a transportation and logistics training and consulting firm that helps those seeking a career in transportation and logistics. Tautoa has been in business helping people just like you for over 20 years and specializes in freight broker and freight broker agent training and consulting. Tautoa offers a selection of training and consulting packages that include live training, guaranteed placement, mentoring, and a 3-12 to month consulting period depending on the package chosen. If you've been thinking about a career as a freight broker or freight broker agent, take a few minutes and check out the benefits for choosing Tautoa. You can find Tautoa at Tautoa.com. That's T-A-L-T-O-A.com. Or feel free to call 479-668-0838. That's 479-668-0838. You're listening to FBTV Radio. This is working okay so far. Kind of had a kind of having a weird thing going on with the microphone. Don't know exactly why. Sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. If you know anything about radio, we got a mixer. Okay, that's you know, the microphone goes through the mixer, then it goes into our software, and that's where we're having problems. Sometimes the uh, microphone on the software is turning on. Sometimes it's. Uh, kind of late to the game, you know what I mean? 
But neither here nor there. That's uh, pretty much just the way it is. My name is Michael. This is the FBTV radio show. Got it right that time. How about that? <laughs> I'm recording this. This is being recorded. I'm recording. This is being recorded. We're doing the show on December 14th. Right now it's 7.23 in the morning. Just a uh, week and 10 days, something like that. A week and 10 days. Come on, give me a break. What? We're, uh, wow. Uh, almost just under two weeks away from Christmas. And I've just not been able to get in the spirit this year. I love Christmas. Just uh, been weird. I think a lot of it's because uh, missing the granddaughter. You know how that goes. If you've ever had a uh, grandbaby mama that just uh, has a weird way of thinking or doing things, you can relate. She's young, gets ticked off, knows it all. <laughs> Leave it at that. Don't need to go into that, right? FBTV, we got a continuous video broadcast, TV broadcast. That's where the whole FBTV thing comes into play. FBTV, Freight Broker Television. We've got a continuous broadcast available on our website or website, FreightBrokerTV.com. Nonstop programming. Yeah, we got the YouTube videos on there. Playing continuously, we got a couple of things on there that you will only find on the continuous FBTV broadcast. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, probably if we were to ever do videos for FBTV radio, that's where they would probably show up. The audio version of the FBTV radio broadcast, yeah, we'd post that. And we post that on YouTube. But the video version, we probably uh, just post that one on the FBTV Continuous Broadcast on our website. Who knows? Who knows? Now, when's this uh, FBTV radio, live radio show supposed to uh, take place? Well... Yeah, yeah, we've been kicking around dates, and uh, yeah, the uh, January 2nd date, that has been kicked around a few times. Hey, New Year, what better time to start it? Very possible. Now, how long is it going to last on a daily basis? Don't know that yet. Don't know that yet. A lot of things can happen with the uh, FBTV radio show, okay? It could go into syndication. Nah, you know, the likelihood of that, you know, you never know, slim to nil, but it could. If it went into syndication, it would be a set time. You know, hour, two hours, three hours, something like that. Uh, daily basis. And when I say daily, we're talking pretty much Monday through Friday. Okay. And now we pretty much don't do bus doves. Now, the FBTV uh, radio station itself... Yeah, it's going to be packed. You know, the uh, times we're live, that's when we're live. But uh, after that, it's 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 going to be uh, previous FBTV radio broadcast. At least that's the uh, that's what we're thinking right now. 
Hey, if you got any input, what you'd like, and I know some of you are going to write in, hey, don't do it at all. Eh, you know, <laughs> we take you with a grain of salt. There's always those kind out there you just got to overlook. As a matter of fact, you ever, uh, oh, that kid that does the uh, food reviews, review bro, whatever he calls himself. I mean, the kid, uh, I mean, 20, matter of fact, I'm going to write him an email. He gets kicked around a lot, and I don't know why. What kills me, he's got something like a million-plus subscribers. He posts a video up, you know, two hours later, it's already got 30,000 views on YouTube. (laughs) He's laughing all the way to the bank, I guarantee it. But uh, he's a good kid. He's got a niche. He started doing YouTube videos back when uh, YouTube wasn't cool. No, back... uh, Back years ago, I mean, he was a kid. He's like 23 years old. I guess he's like, what, 11, 12 years old when he started posting videos on YouTube. And he's built it up and uh, lives down in Florida. I think his real name is John. He's been interviewed by different networks, TVs. I mean, I mean it just it's cool. His story's cool. And just nice as can be. Matter of fact, here, what, a few weeks ago, he... <laughs> I'm I'm not laughing at him. I'm laughing at the same reason I, I'd laugh at the Three Stooges or whatever. He's in his attic. And, and and if you've ever been, and if you're a guy, you've been up in the attic. Well, women too. Been up in the attic. You know, you're, you're, you're trying to make sure you're putting your foot, you know, on anything but the sheetrock. You know, the truss is going across, whatever. Trying to make sure, well, his foot slipped off, went right through the sheetrock. He took a tumble, really got hurt, tore up pretty good. Not, I mean, it could have been. It could have been a lot worse. But, yeah, he got scratched up, banged up, bruised up, and he's pretty much recovering from that now. But uh, he posted pictures up on the uh, on the YouTube channel for his uh, – he does uh, – he does a uh, international radio broadcast, whatever. He does his uh, weekly uh, food review, but he's also into shortwave radio. And I guess he buys time on some shortwave radio stations, and he broadcasts on them, and it, you get those same broadcasts. He posts them on YouTube as well. But on his YouTube channels, well, it's just like on our channel, you know, the YouTube uh, the podcast we post, there's there's no video. It's a picture, you know, a picture. Now, on ours, we, 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 we clearly identify in the picture it's a podcast, and to the right, it talks about the different topics we're talking about in that podcast that day. But uh, he has posted – he had posted pictures of him in the hospital, sitting on the hospital bed. And, oh, he looked like a little bitty puppy that was lost. And, I mean, no disrespect to him whatsoever. I just felt so bad for him, you know. Just want to reach out. Hey, man, we're here. You've got friends. But uh, I don't know how I got off on that. But, yeah, you can check him out. You probably already know who I'm talking about. All right. How did I get off on that? This is where if I had somebody else in the studio with me to keep me on track, it would make things a lot easier because I could remember (laughs) All right, up there in Colorado, let's talk about this for a minute. I love this story. I love this story. Colorado woman 
got tired of the porch pirates. Porch pirates. You know what a porch pirate is, right? You know, UPS, FedEx, mailman comes up, leaves a package on your porch. You got these outlaws driving around, and they always seem to be in the uh, beat-up car. You know, a lot of times, no license plate. Probably a dealer tag that's expired by two months. <laughs> Whatever, you know, the temporary tags. But anyway, they they uh, find packages on the porch, and they run out there, and they steal them. Take off with them. And they got to be careful with that, because more and more of them are getting caught anymore. Because people have these doorbells that take video, and they, they get busted. Matter of fact, on YouTube here... A couple of years ago, may not have even been that long, but the guy made a made a stink bomb or something in one of the packages, and it went off and uh, glitter all over, you know, and uh, the stink and everything. But that was pretty good. But this lady here, she's kind of taking on the porch pirates in her own way by putting out a decoy packages. Uh, reportedly, see, she's uh, giving porch pirates taste of their own money. Uh, she's had some empty boxes lying around, Amazon packages. And Thanksgiving came around. Okay. Thanksgiving. Overflowing with trash. Died a hitter. Hey. 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 We got these boxes. We got porch pirates. Our trash cans are full. We forgot to set our trash out for Thanksgiving. So we were overflowing with trash. And I've had packages stolen. And I said, you know what? I got extra boxes. Let's see if someone will take our trash. If they're going to steal from me, that's the consequences. My other daughter <laughs> told me that that was gross. And I said, but they deserve it. Yeah, they deserve it. They deserve that and more, don't you think? <laughs> but uh, she says she's had it. She's had it with packages being swiped from her home. And she's, she's even taking it to a new level now. She's... Uh, She's uh, filling up these boxes with, uh, well, she's got a cat. And if you got a cat, well, you know you got, you've got uh, a litter box. And if you got a litter box, well, we all know what goes in there, right? So it's a third round of putting out these fakes, but some lucky porch pirate, hey, they're going to win a box full of kitty litter and whatever else is in there. <laughs> Now, now, here's the deal, though. Uh, a lot of these packages, these these people at Porch Pirates are stealing, it's it's not stuff they'd want. It's medication. And that, that was the thing with this lady. Uh, these thieves, these Porch Pirates, have stolen boxes that had her daughter's diabetes medication in it. I mean, come on, man. The thing is, they steal it, they open it up. And no matter how bad they feel, oh, man, we got somebody's medication. Oh, they probably need this. You know, yeah, they're not going to take it back. They're going to trash it. You know, they're, they're just going to throw it away. So that's not a good deal at all. But anyway, it's funny. See, if you can look up that video on uh, YouTube of that guy that made that fake box that blows up when the porch pirate has picked it up. I even think he put a GPS system in it. I can't remember, but that was pretty funny. Maybe he had a video camera. Yeah, it had a video camera. I can't remember, but I remember seeing it. Look it up. Look it up. You, you'll find it. It was, it, was a, it was a big hit here a while back. 
Well, President Trump, he signed off on phase one of the trade deal with China, averting tomorrow's introduction of a new wave of U.S. tariffs on about $160 billion, with a B, of consumer goods from the uh, Asian nation. The deal presented to Trump includes a delay in the December 15th new round of tariffs, and I think that's going to help everyone. A schedule for a rollback of some of the existing ones and a promise by the Chinese to buy more U.S. agriculture goods. That's according to people knowledgeable of what's going on. They went on to say the terms have been agreed upon, but the legal text has not yet been finalized. Now, I don't care what you think about Trump. I don't care what I think about Trump. Matter of fact, yeah, we're going to talk about politics every once in a while, just like we're doing now, because we have to. But I'm so sick of politics. I don't care if you like him, if you don't like him. It doesn't matter to me. It's all the same. You know, here's the deal. No matter what you think about him, uh, it don't matter who's who. If, it doesn't matter what Republican be president right now. Pretty much Democrats be yelling, and vice versa. You put a Democrat as the president, Republicans got to be doing the same thing. I'm sick of it. I think the whole country's sick of it. We just want our country to run. We want it to be right. We we want prices to be reasonable. We we're tired of polit polit. Tired of politicians just uh, becoming politicians for the uh, cushy ride that they've been getting since pretty much the beginning of time, but more so here lately than they have been. Run the country. Do what you're supposed to do. You know, take care of it. You know, these uh, uh, upon this announcement the other day, U.S. stocks rose. Treasury yields spiked on the news. You know, Trump... Uh, the thing about Trump, I think a lot of his problems is Twitter. I think he, if he, he somebody needs to take his phone away from him, but how do you take your phone away from the president? How, the, how do you take a telephone away from the, uh, how do you take a telephone away from uh, Donald Trump? You're fired. Boy, he's, he does that a lot, don't he? Well, let's move on from politics to cereal. Am I done with politics? I think so. You get the idea. I, I, you know, politics, you know, you get the Rush Limbaugh's of the world. You, you've got the CNNs. you got the MSNBCs. you got uh, whatever, you know. Uh, everybody's got a political stance. You know, if you want to get the news today, you probably got to do it like I do it. You know, okay, you go to Fox, you go to CNN, you go to USA Today. Check out MSNBC or whoever. You take it as a whole, take it with a grain of salt, and try to figure out what's real and what's not. Because everybody's, you know, got that political leaning. Yeah, you go to Fox, they are, you know, leaning this way. You go to CNN, they're leaning the other way. And you don't know who to believe. You know, journalism is really just went crazy. And, you know, something else about journalism that just blows me away is you read these articles, you know, on these news sites, and it's like, don't you have spell check? I mean, seriously, spell check? 
you read the articles and they make no sense at all because you have to go back. Oh, okay. They meant, you know, to put something there that they skipped or they, you know, spelt that word wrong. Okay. I, I get it now, but you got to read it sometimes two or three times to really figure out what they're trying to say. And, and that's weird. Now, you know, on that same line of thinking, when I'm in consulting a client, a freight broker client, we're talking about uh, low confirmations. Load confirmations that we are preparing for a trucking company that's agreed to move a load for us. Okay, we're talking about those. Now, I always tell everyone, check the load confirmation you're going to send the carrier. Check it twice. Check it twice to make sure everything on that document's right because that low confirmation you're sending to a trucking company, that is, that's a contract. Don't want to mess that one up. I had a client a few years ago, they did low confirmation. Now, most low confirmations today, I would probably say 95% of them coming from a freight broker going to a trucking company, most of those are going to be done through what is known as a TMS. That's how they're going to be created. TMS, Transportation Management System, a fancy name for freight broker software. If you're not familiar with that, uh, well, what, what you're doing is kind of basically a database program. You're entering all the information for the customer. You're entering all the information for the load, entering all the financials. Uh, you know, what the shipper's paying you, what you're paying a truck. And then when you get a truck to move the load, you're adding that truck to the load inside the TMS. You push push a button on the keyboard, and voila, it will produce a carrier load confirmation, and it will display it on your computer screen. And that's the problem. That That's, that's what I'm trying to get through to clients. Don't try to check that document looking at the computer screen. History is proven over and over again whenever you try to proof a document on the computer screen, you're going to miss something. going to miss something. And that's what happened to one of my clients a few years ago. They proofed a document trying to do the computer screen. They didn't, you know, follow their own procedures like they should have, like they were taught. It was a load of aluminum pipe. The aluminum pipe was supposed to be tarped. Well, they forgot to put that on the load confirmation of the trucking company. The trucking company did not tarp the load got the load to the destination, the whole load was refused, and the broker ended up having to buy the entire load of aluminum pipe because it wasn't tarped. Tracking company was protected because they said, hey, look, you didn't tell us. It's not on our paperwork. You didn't tell us it needed to be tarped. Broker had nowhere to turn. The reason it got refused and the broker had to buy the whole load was since that aluminum pipe wasn't tarped in transport it had turned pink it oxidized the receiver of the load the buyer of the load they didn't want nothing to do with it at that point that's why you got to check these things twice got to check them twice all right what are we doing here coming up uh we are this is gross i mean even if i'm a kid i'm thinking this is gross what are they thinking? Cereals. Cereals out of candy? Ugh. Star Wars got that new Star Wars flick coming up. Going to be talking about that too. 
That's all coming up in just a moment when uh, FBTV Radio... Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, tail-wagging, backyard-hanging, and, of course, companionship. And what breed would you say Satchmo is? I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier-hound chihuahua-looking kind of mix. Tremendous dog. Mm, I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring, a white, gray, brown, black brindle, simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance, so common with this group. And finally, the loving face lick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. How you doing? This is Mike, host of the FBTV podcast radio show and the mug you see on the FBT YouTube videos. In addition to all of that, I'm the lead consultant for Tautoa. Tautoa is a transportation and logistics training and consulting firm that helps those seeking a career in transportation and logistics. Tautoa has been in business helping people just like you for over 20 years and specializes in freight broker and freight broker agent training and consulting. Tautoa offers a selection of training and consulting packages that include live training, guaranteed placement, mentoring, and a 3-12 to month consulting period depending on the package chosen. If you've been thinking about a career as a freight broker or freight broker agent, take a few minutes and check out the benefits for choosing Tautoa. You can find Tautoa at Tautoa.com. That's T-A-L-T-O-A.com. Or feel free to call 479-668-0838. That's 479-668-0838. You're listening to FVTV Radio. Yeah, we're back. FBTV Radio. My name is Michael, your host. And I've said this 101 times, I guess, today. We are uh, planning, well, we're working toward doing the uh, FBTV Radio. <laughs> Why does that not come out? All together is one flowing statement fbtv radio it seems like i get to fbt and it stops fbt <laughs> fbtv radio but anyway we uh trying to get to the point where we can do this daily monday through friday have a uh, daily fbtv radio show but that's what this is all about yeah there's got to be commercials we got to pay for it you know obviously we talked about that last time but uh, anyway, you want to know more, you want to hear podcasts, you want to hear videos, see videos, whatever, you can visit our website, FreightBrokerTV.com. All kinds of uh, information over there for you, you can check out. Videos, we got the podcast, we're going to have a page just for the radio. Uh, same thing on the YouTube channel, we're going to have a page or a category just for the uh, 
FBTV Radio. You know, we got the podcast, we got the essentials, we got the uh, what else we got? We got the supplemental, we got the uh, Q and A's, things like that. So anyway, hey, uh, let us know. What do you think? What do you think? You think uh, a daily radio show, FBTV Radio Daily? or weekly or whatever, you know, I mean, it's not going to change a podcast, it's not going to change videos or anything like that. Those are going to keep on coming, but you know, just have more fun, have more flexibility where we're not just talking about freight brokering all the time. We're getting out here and talking about other things, you know, with that deal in transportation and such. We do that occasionally with the, uh, the podcast, the, the videos. So we pretty much stay on topic there, you know, totally freight broker topic. Speaking of which, uh, transportation stuff, FMCSA issues final rule for states to comply with clearinghouse requirements. And uh, they, they've done that by extending it by three years. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing the FMCSA is good for is doing those extensions. I think they finally came to an agreement on logs. You know, it started about, holy smoke, uh, what is this, 2019, might as well say 2020? Holy cow, I bet it's been 15 years trying to get that all straightened out. I think they finally got it, but anyway, it's going to go on forever. You know, let's think about it. We have the 10-8 rule, and if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say 10-8 rule, <clears throat> it's kind of before your time, but it it really wasn't that long ago. 10-8 rule was uh, pretty much around since the beginning of trucking, <laughs> you know, and uh, then uh, they got to burn the saddle to start changing the rule up here about 15 years ago. And, well, it's been one thing after another. Then they got the ELDs. I'm not a big fan of the ELDs, and I uh, probably don't need to tell you why. I think it's too limiting. I think it's costing people money. And when I say people, I'm talking about trucking, uh, truckers, drivers, you know. I, I'll be honest with you, I'd be hard-pressed to make a living today trying to be a driver trying to live by these uh, ELDs. And uh, I'm not scared to tell you, I'm a, you know, if I ran out of hours with when I was doing paper logs, if I was on my way home and I was an hour away from home and I ran out of hours, well, tough, I'm going home. And I'd fix it in my logbook. I'd make it work. You can't do that with the ELDs. You know, you just can't do it. But the clearinghouse requirements, that has to do with the uh, drug and alcohol things. It's going to be going through your, uh, looks like your state DMV. So when you're renewing, upgrading, transferring your CDL, the state DMV will uh, pull up the clearinghouse database to see if uh, you're going to get renewed, upgraded, or transfer on your CDL. But anyway... Uh, the uh, compliance, they've changed that requirement. It's going to be 2023 before states are required to be in compliance for that. So, just thought I'd pass that on to you. Toes are going up on a Pennsylvania turnpike. Man, that's all they do up there is go up on tolls. You know, you get a map of the United States. I always tell freight brokers, hey, if you're going to be a freight broker, get a wall map, a laminated wall map of the United States. Hang it on your wall so you can glance up. But the map you get of the United States, make sure, make sure it's a uh, map that has the interstate system on it. Hang that puppy on your wall. 
And you're going to notice up there in the northeast part of the United States, it's nothing but green roads. Everywhere else, pretty much blue, a green speck here and there, but for the most part, blue. But up there in the northeast, green. Green, a green road is a toll road. It's going to cost you money. Get up there, PA. Twelfth year in a row, PA Turnpike Commission raising the tolls. Tolls go into effect 12.01 a.m., 12.01 a.m. January 5th, going to be increasing on the PA Turnpike by 6%. They say uh, the increases are needed to fund both infrastructure improvements and to fulfill a legal funding obligation to the Penn DOT. Last year, (laughs) OIDA sued the PA Turnpike Commission for excessive toll increases, but... uh, that didn't work out. Not knocking them. It's something they can get behind, throw a few dollars at. No, they're going to lose. But to their membership and for recruiting purposes, they sound like a knight in shining armor. And that's what they want to do. They, You know, hey, they got to spend some money on stuff. You know, they got to choose their battles. Make it look like they're doing something. I used to be a member of OIDA. I don't knock them. I think they... They, for the most part, do good. Some things uh, we'll butt heads on. But other than that, once you understand them, you get it. You get it. Just like uh, if you're a truck driver, you totally understand the, the job of a driver recruiter. Their job is to talk you into coming to work for their company. Okay, if you know that's their job and you're a driver, you know going in that 50% of what they're saying might be true. (laughs) They're trying to recruit you, you know. Hey, go to the Army recruiter, whatever. Hey, they're going to tell you all the good stuff. They're not going to tell you the bad stuff. And some of the good stuff they're going to, you know, maybe not be 100% upfront about. But, you know, you got to know this stuff going in. Uh, it kind of cracks me up because uh, uh, years ago I was working for a company and, and uh, the driver just got so ticked off with the uh, the recruiter. They they went into that driver recruiter and they were ready to, you know, take them apart limb by limb. And uh, just it's like, come on, driver. You know, that's their job is to put seats people in the seat somebody behind the wheel that's their job you got to expect that stuff all right what oh here's something Okay, Star Wars fans, some of you are just more obsessed than others. Sleeping bags, portable movie projectors, they've all started lining up outside Hollywood's Chinese theater a week in advance of the uh, new Star Wars movie coming out. It's going to be coming out next Thursday, I believe. What is next Thursday? Let me look. Yeah, just in time for Christmas, what, the 19th, 20th, something like that? Uh, as of a day or two ago, 20, 20, 20 people were camping out in front of the uh, theater for the Rise of Skywalker. 
You know, George Lucas dumped that franchise off to uh, Disney, and Disney is <laughs> pretty much taking, uh, they're pretty much burning people out on it. You know, but uh, anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, organizers expect this number uh, of campers to to climb up to 150 uh, people camping out in line in the next few days. Star Wars uh, premiered back in 1977. I remember that movie. You know, here's the thing about Star Wars. I, uh, back in 1977, I was 17 years old when it came out. And, uh, man, it was the neatest thing since sliced bread. I remember I went and watched that movie. If I watched, I, 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 I would, I think I went to that movie maybe half a dozen times. I just thought it was so great. Had the soundtrack, loved the music. I mean, it was just happening. You know what I mean? The other, well, I say the other day, it's been a few months, uh, on my, uh, Apple TV, in the movie section, they had it bundled up. You know, not the latest ones, but, you know, quite a few of them. Probably half a dozen, eight, maybe more. I don't know. Had a good price on them. I bought it. I bought the package. Then you got to go through and figure out, okay, which one's which? Because they didn't go in order. So I had to go through there. Okay, this one came out in this date. This one came out here. And, uh... I had to find the first one. Oh, man, my, my throat's just totally gone dry. Hold on just a second. But anyway, I was able to find the first one, popped it in, brought it up. Yes, it was good, but not near as good as I remember it being. <laughs> I mean, holy cow, we're, yeah, it is 40 years down the road. You know, since the original Star Wars came out, what was blockbuster, what was cool back then, well, not so much today. But it was fun. It was fun. I think I, I stayed up with uh, Star Wars for a, you know, a couple of the uh, movies, but kind of grew tired of it. Luke, Luke, I am your father. <laughs> I was telling you about this earlier. Cereal, man, they will do anything to sell cereal. You know, good old good old days, Tony Tiger, you know, Frosted Flakes, Captain Crunch, hey, Lucky Charms, uh, tricks, tricks are for kids. You know, Special K. Now that I'm older, <laughs> you know, but you got to draw the line somewhere. General Mills, General Mills has two new kinds of cereals coming out. That just don't sound appetizing at all. It is not a delicacy beyond mention. Okay, first up, they're going to be rolling out a new cereal. And it's... The first name of this cereal is Jolly. Jolly. Arr, Jolly. Okay, it makes you think of a pirate-type cereal. What? What kind of pirate-type cereal? Well, let's back up a little bit. There's more to this, because a second word in the name of the cereal is rancher, as in Jolly Rancher, as in hard candy Jolly Rancher. I like Jolly Ranchers as a hard candy. I 
I just can't get my head wrapped around it being a cereal. Yeah. It just, you know, just doesn't say grape, cherry, apple, watermelon, uh, blue raspberry. No. <clears throat> just just not my idea of a, you know, I, I just don't want to throw my feet on the floor, climb out of bed, and be thinking about a big old bowl of Jolly Rancher cereal. It's just not appetizing to me at all. Maybe it's my age. You know, hey, kids, yeah, I'm sure the kids are going to love it. Sure they will. I just, it just doesn't sound healthy at all. Another, another cereal General Mills is coming out with, almost as bad, but not quite, because I can uh, kind of got things in my head I can compare it to, but Hershey's Kisses Cereal. It's going to be featuring tiny chocolate cereal bits that are molded, or supposed to be molded in the shape of, of the iconic candy kisses. It has a nice light crunch and a smooth chocolate flavor. <laughs> okay, the reason I can kind of wrap my head around this a little bit more than I can the Jolly Rancher is because you got Cocoa Puffs and you already got chocolate cereal. You know, you're going to pour your milk on this and people are already talking about it. Uh, you're going to pour your milk on this and uh, it's going to turn into chocolate milk with crunchies in it. Okay, but still the idea, you know, candy in my cereal, that's just weird. But wait, there's more. You know, General Mills isn't the only one here uh, playing the uh, let's make stuff into a cereal that wasn't meant to be a cereal in the first place. Post, they've got a, <clears throat> they've got a cereal coming out. Twinkies. Twinkie cereal. Twinkie snack cake cereal. It's going to be hitting Walmart. About the same time... Uh, uh, looking at this over here from the uh, Jolly Rancher and the uh, Hershey's Kisses. Uh, where'd the rest of it go? No, uh, don't say, but it's going to be hitting Walmart. Uh, yeah, Jolly Rancher's cereals currently exclusive to Walmart. Uh, Hershey Kiss is already out. They'd expect a big release. Uh, they may not be on the shelves where you live yet, but they will be. But the uh, Hostess Twinkies cereal is going to be in Walmart. If it's not in Walmart yet, it's going to be here in the next couple of weeks. And, quote, giving fans a delicious new way to enjoy the snack we all know and love, but in cereal form. <clears throat> okay. The first thing comes to mind when you're talking about Twinkies is I keep on seeing the one that was has been in the wrapper for 50 years. Somebody unwraps it, and it's still just as good as the day it was when it was put in there. Okay, that just weirds me out. You know, yuck. But now I like Twinkies, and I almost can get my head wrapped around a Twinkie cereal. But when my Twinkie goes crunch, when I'm expecting it to be that golden sponge cake, that's going to weird me out. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just going to freak me out. Now, it's drawing a whole lot of different reaction uh, from, and you can imagine, uh, people on Instagram, uh, somebody put, hey, man, that must be high as heck. <laughs> those board meetings, 
you know, wanting uh, munchies like that. Now, the person did say munchies. They, they should call them munchies, not Twinkie cereal. They should call it munchie cereal. Yeah, I picked this up and sent back to sender, somebody wrote. Uh, another thing, between Popeye's chicken sandwich and this stuff, we're all going to die before 55. <laughs> Dr. Uh, Robert Lustig tweeted, Really? Kellogg just lost a lawsuit over cereal or sugar in their cereals. Now Post wants to put our children to eat Twinkie cereal. How tone deaf are they? They just hear the clanking of coins on the table. Clanking of coins on... I can't say that either. <clears throat> clanking of coins on the table. Anyway, that's something to look forward to. If you've got kids, yes, that's... Uh, uh, the advertising is going to be out. Twinkies. I think the Twinkies cereal. Yeah, they still have Twinkies out there. I was going to say, this is going to hit everybody. But kids are going to be going after that Jolly Rancher stuff. You know it. It's already going to happen. Now, the UK is doing something about all this food stuff that maybe we ought to be thinking about over here. Uh, over in the UK, it might happen before too long, and hopefully it does, because really, this sounds like a good idea. Uh, your favorite foods in the UK may be uh, coming out with activity labels in a new push to cut down obesity. Okay, right now we know they've got the calorie content and all that nutritional label, but the UK is talking about putting activity labels. Now, here's an example. It's just, a, well, what I'm getting at makes it easier for you to know what you're eating. Okay. Uh, here's some examples of the uh, activity label. A chicken and bacon sandwich with 445 calories requires 42 minutes of slow running. So it gives you an idea what you've got to do to get rid of that calorie count. So if it's bad calories... You kind of get out of hey, 42 minutes hey, running. Ooh, I, I think I'll pass. A chocolate bar with 229 calories, 22 minutes of running. Add a medium mocha coffee with 290 coffees, and you're running now for 28 minutes. In all, that's more than a half an hour on the treadmill. Get the idea? If you start looking at it that way, yeah, you know, I, 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 I pick up and look at the labels. I'm at that age. I do that. I think that's great because, yeah, you can see 229 calories. But if you really don't know what you're looking at, okay, good calories, bad calories. You know, I look at the calories and I drop down to fat calories. And I try to keep the fat calories low. Try to always keep the low. Hey, it's just nuts. But you start putting stuff on on the label like this. What? I've got to to run for 42 minutes to burn that off? (laughs) Yeah, that kind of gives me a whole whole new perspective on what I'm trying to do here, you know? I mean, it just gives me a whole new perspective. All right. Okay, this has been fun today. There'll be a few more of these coming up here in the next uh, couple of weeks before we make a final decision on how we're going to do this. But right now, these are test broadcasts of FBTV Radio, kind of like what I was talking about earlier. And just to, you know, remind you, we're, we're planning on doing live radio, you know, so you can become active, be part of the show, be able to... Uh, 
communicate. Yeah, it will eventually work into telephone calls. We've even looked into that as well, having a... Uh, well, there are things we can do. I mean, today technology, it's just uh, pretty much whatever you can think of, you can you can pretty much make happen. Check out our website, FreightBrokerTV.com. Coffee mugs available. Leave your comments. Send us an email. Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> All right, be talking to you real soon. Hey, have a good day unless you've made other plans. And if you've made other plans, well, why? Why?